Hello, welcome to Tales from the Ruther Library, a podcast coming directly from the Walter P. Ruther Library at Wayne State University in the heart of Detroit, Michigan. My name is Dan Galadner. I'll be your host today. And of course, we're here today with Troy Eller English. How you doing, Troy? Oh, I'm just peachy. How are you? Peachy keen? Peachy keen. Excellent. You know, folks, we've been doing this for, oh, about almost a year. This is episode number 21. 21. And Troy, do you remember what our first podcast was supposed to be? It was supposed to be this episode, but a year ago. (laughs) Right. We thought it'd be a great idea for our inaugural episode to be around the same time as the 2018 Wayne State University commencement and talk about the university's mace, a ceremonial object that is used at commencement and housed in our vault here at the Ruther Library. But what happened, Troy? Um, So it turns out that starting a podcast is a lot harder than we had originally anticipated. And we ran into some technical difficulties. And by the time that our podcast stream was actually up and running, it was after the 2018 Wayne State University commencement. It makes sense now, though. It makes sense now, though. Commencement week. Commencement ceremonies are going on all over the place. So we bring you the lost episode about the Wayne State University's ceremonial mace. Um, All right, folks, does anybody out there know what the mace is? Raise your hands. All right. Maces used to be used in war. They were used in battle to bludgeon your enemy. It was like a big staff made of wood or metal. It was very heavy on top and decorated with flanges and knobs to really gore into that enemy's armor, really get in there. The last known use of the mace in wartime was World War I actually. But also since the Middle Ages, they have been used in religious ceremonies and government events to represent authority. Nowadays, you usually see the ceremonial maces used at university commencement ceremonies around the world, symbolizing both the tradition of learning and the authority gained by those who come to learn. Possibly to scare also the bejesus out of anybody who falls asleep. All right, since the 1950s, Wayne State University has used an academic mace for new student convocations and commencement or graduation ceremonies. Now, as I told you, the mace is stored in our vault for safekeeping, but we've always wondered about its provenance. Where'd it come from? What is it doing here? Why do we have two? So we interviewed our university archivist, Allison Strankoff, and Grace Sarah, the university's art curator, to take a look at these two maces. Give us a little history. What's their impressions? So here you go, the lost episode of the university's base. My name is Allison Stancroft, and I'm the university archivist here at Wayne State University. So the first mace um, was created by Professor Wilfred Becker here at Wayne State University, and they gave $50 for this mace, and it was actually in, in use um, from the 50s until the 80s, so much longer than they thought it was was going to be around, and it was not of supreme construction, shall we say. Even though the first mace was used through the 1980s, there was a second mace that was called the Centennial Mace. The Centennial Mace came around in Wayne State's centennial year in 1968, and I wish everybody could see it. It's made of wood, and it's green and gold, 
and it's very colorful, it's very functional, and because it's made of wood, it's very light. It has the years of the quote-unquote first or main schools, certainly the first schools that became what we now know as Wayne State University. In 1981, the university went uh, back to Becker, asking them to make a new mace. Uh, By that time, he was a full-time professor, but he did decline, and the opportunity went to Philip Fike, who completed the mace in 1984. It was gifted to the university by Sarah and Melvin Maxwell Smith. Mr. Smith was a 1939 graduate of Wayne State University and a generous contributor to the artistic enrichment of the campus. Fike was a professor at Wayne State whose specialty was metalsmithing. I started reading up about Professor Fike, and he was pretty—he was pretty much an amazing fellow. And I was really, really intrigued when I read the quote that he said that he was a simple American metalsmith competing with the excellence of the past. So as an archivist, my heart melted, and I got to know more about this guy. So we went to the meet with Grace Sarah, art curator for the University Arts Collection, which is about—has roughly about 6,000 pieces of art. Uh, so we want to learn more about Fike. My name is Grace Sarah, and I'm art curator for the University Art Collection. The artist who created the mace, is, his name is Philip Fike, and Philip Fike was on faculty at Wayne State University for 45 years. He created a premier metal program for Wayne State University, and he has a national reputation as a metal worker. He was in the Renwick Gallery at the Smithsonian Museum of Art, uh, the American Craft Museum in New York City, and has received many accolades and awards in his career and is known quite well for his research and rediscovery of ancient metalworking techniques. So it was really interesting to see the maze since it started at the Ruther Archives and not with the other works of art at the University Art Collection. The ebony, of course, is carved because it's wood. It's a hard wood, and that was carved. So, you know, the crown, it has the, you know, metallic uh, uh, golden bronze to sort of reflect the light and create that appearance of a flame. And it also has the university seal. Then it evolves down into the, the column, which is made out of discs of both bronze and uh, ebony. And so there are 10 uh, bronze rings because at the time it was created, there were 10 schools and colleges. Now there's 13. So we need to make that column longer. Mm-hmm. So the ebony discs, there's 100 of those. And then at the base of that are three specific ones, two that represent the, you know, the finite and infinite aspects of the universe and humankind, and then one that represents Plato, the Greek philosopher, that evolves into the spherical element at the base, which is the Earth. Troy, Grace, Allison, and myself went down to the Ruther vault to see the Centennial Mace and the Fike Academic Mace. Sadly, we do not have that uh, the first mace somewhere lost in someone's attic, burnt, thrown away, who knows how what happened to it. Anyway, the Fike Mace uh, that is used currently by Wayne State University is 51 inches tall. And you can only imagine, since it was made by a metalsmith, it's going to be heavy and beautiful. How do I open it, though? Pull it back. Pull it back? You want to pick it up? Sure. Is it heavy? 
Oh, whoa. <laughs> so, so who carries this? I know that the sergeant at arms traditionally carried it. You have to be pretty uh, strong to be able to carry this in a ceremony. It would be take a great deal of effort. Oh, it's so beautiful. There's a, so on the top is the university seal in gold. And then these sort of um, pyramidal shapes create the flame on the top. And I believe that this is symbolic of, you know, illumination of knowledge and learning. And then it beautifully transitions down into the sort of a pentagon sort of shape that meets the column. And then the beautiful ivory rings um, are carved and, and in between each is the steel and then the, the bronze uh, rings that symbolize the schools and colleges. Wow, this is really beautiful. Let's just say we were not too impressed with the Centennial Mace as we were with the Fike Mace. No. We're going to get number two out. Not as pretty, but still a mace. Ah. Interesting. So it has the schools at the time, at the top. School of Education and the year that it was founded. Yeah. So, the presidents? Hillbury, Henry, Bow. I have no idea. Cody, Cody Keese, Gullen. Okay. Yep, those are the presidents. Yes. City of Detroit, College of the City of Detroit. And then what's on here? Again, the colleges. And it culminates into... Detroit Medical College, which was the first. This is how so Wayne what, State was begun. Yeah. In huh. 1868, we're celebrating our 150th year. So it's carved out of wood. In terms of, um, you know, its artistic integrity, it's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> but not quite what the, the mace is, the current mace. Not a showstopper. A more like a marketing yeah. piece than a... Fine work of art. It's certainly lighter. It would be easier to, to operate if you're, you know, participating in the ceremony. It has that going for it. <laughs> okay, let's just say the Fike Mace currently used today is much grander and lends more authority than the university's old Centennial Mace. You can see pictures on uh, of both of them on our website at www.ruther.wayne.edu. Troy, you have anything to say to the college graduates out there? Congratulations and good luck. That's right. Um, we're really proud of you guys at Wayne State University for graduating, as well as all of you graduates around the world. And remember, do not fall asleep.
Tales from the Ruther Library is a production of the Walter P. Ruther Library of Labor and Urban Affairs at Wayne State University, coming to you from the heart of the Cultural Center of Detroit, Michigan. The producers of Tales from the Ruther Library are Dan Glogner and Troy Eller-English. Special assistants from the Ruther Podcast Collective, including Bart Bilmer, Elizabeth Clemens, Megan Courtney, and Paul Neerink. Of course, this podcast could not be done without the research and the support of the entire Ruther Library staff. To learn more about the Ruther Library, or if you have any questions, please visit our website at www.ruther.wayne.edu. Thanks for listening. Say goodbye, Dan. Goodbye, Dan. The other one has this sort of preciousness. If I dropped this, I probably wouldn't worry about it as much. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put that in. Good catch. Uh, Dan, you don't have to try to mispronounce <laughs> Thank something. Thank you. There you go. I was waiting. I, I gave it will you, come naturally. I gave you that intro. It will come naturally to you. Always does. <laughs> So we asked our university archivist, Allison Strand... Stan, Stan, See, now you put it in my head. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, when, when I graduated grad school, I brought a whoopee cushion. <laughs> that does not surprise me. It kept everybody awake. I bet it did. Yes. 